2: Well, Jane Ace's 19-year-old niece, Betty, has confessed she loves Carl Neff. He's the 22-year-old nephew of Mr. Ace's wealthy business partner, Mr. T.Y. Neff. Last night, Mr. Neff learned that Carl had been going out with Betty and threatened to cut Carl out of his will if this did not stop. It's the following evening. This episode is in alternating scenes between the Ace's bungalow and the bench in the park. But first to the aces, where we find Mr. Race and Marge just after dinner. Jane's busy with pencil and paper. Listen.
1: Oh, this pencil's abdominal. It keeps breaking all the time. Have you got a pencil, dear? What? A pencil. Have you got a pencil I can borrow? Oh,
2: a pencil. No, I have Oh,
1: Marge, have you? I'm afraid not, Jane. Then you my fountain pen. I oh, it. no. I have to have a pencil with an eraser on it. There isn't a one around the house. I want to call up the drugstore and order one. and I'm going to chain it down here. I never saw pencils go so fast. What's that number? Oh, yes. Lord is always taking the pencils around his house. Well, what do you need with the pencil, Jane? What are you doing there? Oh, well, um, I'm figuring out how much it takes for a boy and a girl to live on when they get married. You what? I'm figuring out how much it takes to live on if somebody wants to get married. Were well, you by any chance thinking of Betty and Carl?
2: Yes.
1: Ace, do you hear that? Ace, put that paper down. Uh,
2: what's the matter?
1: Did you hear what she just said?
2: No, I, I was just reading this editorial uh, here. Hello? Who are you calling, Jane?
1: Hello. Is this the Murray Prescription and Drug Supplies Pharmacy? Well, I'd like a pencil.
2: <laughs> a
1: pencil? Uh, what? <laughs> Please, Marge, I can't hear. Uh, what did you say? Oh, uh, this is Mrs. Ace. At 54... Twi- yes. A pencil. Oh, well, two pencils, I guess. The way we're always loose. Uh, hard, softer, medium? Uh, just, uh, wait a minute. Dear, hard, softer, medium...
2: Yeah, scrambles, I guess. Well,
1: I'll take them scrambles. Oh, Oh, no, stop there. Uh, just send two pencils any time. Yes. Well, uh, I guess I'll take a couple of cakes of soap. You know the kind I use. Yes. Well, you can send me a box of writing paper and envelopes to match. Yes. Yes, I think that'll be... What? Well, all right, one electric iron, then. Yes. Yeah. Well, uh, well uh, hold on phone a minute, please. Uh, dear, do you need any shirts? Shirts? <laughs> what are you doing? Well, I hate to call up just for a pencil. Hurry, do you need any shirts? Isn't
2: that awful? No, I uh, don't.
1: No, I guess not. That'll be all then. Will you please hurry it over? We need it right away. The pencils, I mean. <laughs> You're welcome. Goodbye, them, Honestly, when a person asks a civilized question around here you can't answer. What was all that about? I have to have a pencil. What, can I call a drugstore and bother them just to send a pencil? Yes. Of course not. Yes, I can. Yes, you can. Ask her what she wants
2: with a pencil. Yes, well, what do you need a pencil for?
1: I'm trying to figure out just how much a boy and a girl would need to get married on
2: nowadays. Oh, a boy and...
1: Yes. Wait a minute.
2: Are you planning lives again, Betty's this time? And Carl's. Yes, and Carl's. You're you're getting them married in your plans, is that it?
1: Well, they're thinking about it, aren't they? Are they? Sure they are. And you heard Mr. Neff last night. He said he's going to cut Carl out of his will if he doesn't stop going with Betty and pay attention to business.
2: Yes, So what? So what? So let him. Oh, it's all right with you, is it? Oh,
1: no. I'd much rather have him like Betty and give Carl a lot of the money he's got so Betty can have a home with servants and a garden and a final staircase. But if he what? wants kind of a staircase... You know the kind go uh, yes, around. Yes, yes, you we know.
2: Uh, go, uh, go on, Jane. You'd rather have that, but...
1: But what?
2: Well, but something. What is it you're trying to say? Oh,
1: but if he won't... Oh, I see what you mean, but what? But if he won't, then I think they ought to get married and do the next worst thing. Just try to get along on what they can make. She's working and he's working, isn't she? She makes $20 a week, doesn't she? And she told me he gets 25 a week. Isn't that what you pay him?
2: Yes, go on. Well,
1: that makes, uh, let me see... A grand total of 45. Oh, well, it may not be so grand, I know. You don't have to get sarcastic. But I always say a wife should take the bitter with the better.
2: Yes. yes.
1: And if any find things bitter at first, Mm. they'll enjoy them better when they stop being bitter and get better. Now, yes. But what think, are you
2: trying to prove? Well,
1: I'm trying to prove that they can get married, even if Mister Neff does cut Carl out of his will.
2: Oh, they can! Eh? Sure,
1: they can. All right, so they won't have a gorgeous home with servants and a garden, eccentric eccentric. Yeah. Well, they can be just as happy in an apartment at first, and later on they can move into some other place. After all, home wasn't built in a day, you know. No, no, wasn't the yes. day. <laughs> of course not. I I know there's a lot of girls that think they have to wait till the boy they want to marry make a lot of money, but they can be just as happy with them in any kind of a tiny little apartment, be it ever so hovel. There's no place like home. Be it ever so hovel. <laughs> yes, you know how they say. It. Oh
2: yes. Now yes. a
1: lot of people have the wrong idea about how much money means to them being happy, but it's not.
2: It's not what?
1: It's not, uh, it's not the money that counts. Money doesn't mean anything. Oh, it doesn't, Of though. course not. How about some people with, oh, say, a thousand dollars? That's a lot of money, isn't it?
2: Well, yes, roughly I'd say that's a lot of well, money.
1: Well, now there's no use getting rough, we'll say it's a lot of money.
2: Yeah.
1: Or, well, take that movie I saw once where a little boy whose father was a rich millionaire and this little boy gets run over by an automobile and all the money the rich father had couldn't save him. See what I mean?
2: Oh, yes, but if you didn't have the money, you couldn't have seen the movie. If
1: I didn't have the Something. money... He's got you there, <laughs> Oh, you missed the whole point, dear. Isn't he disgusting, yes. Yes. is not he? What I'm trying to show you, dear, is that money doesn't mean anything.
2: Oh, it doesn't mean no. anything. Oh, I see what you mean now. <laughs> Somebody I
1: just, at the door, just Oh, <laughs> I guess it's my pants, I'll go, Mark. Just a minute. You see, dear, you missed the whole point of what I was trying to say. Oh,
2: sure, I see it all now, Jane. It's very clear that way, of course. Oh well,
1: thanks, boy. How much is it? Two dollars and sixty-eight cents. Two dollars and sixty-eight cents. Well, just a second, please. Here is two dollars and sixty-eight cents. Well,
2: that's nice. Well, give me
1: the money. The boy's waiting.
2: Money? Yes. Well, the home wasn't built in a day, you know. What? Well,
1: <laughs> you know? It's the stuff I ordered from the drugstore. Give me the two dollars and sixty-eight cents. I once
2: saw a movie about a little boy and a rich old father. <laughs>
0: Let's sit here a minute, Betty. I want to talk to you. All right. Betty, I want to talk to you. Yes? You heard my uncle last night, didn't you? Please, Carl, we promised we wouldn't talk about that. Oh, what good's a promise like that? We must talk about it. We're just kidding ourselves if we don't.
1: But there isn't anything to say. Oh,
0: yes, there is plenty.
1: We can't do anything about it, Carl. I'm not going to stand in the way of your success.
0: Success? You mean being heir to an old man's money? Do you call that making a success of myself?
1: Well, I'm not going to do anything that'll antagonize your uncle against
0: you. That's what I want to talk to you about. Are you game? Game? Yeah, would you want to gamble? On me, I mean. What do you mean? Look, Betty, I got about $3,000. Would you start on that? Well, what do you mean? I'm asking you to marry me, Betty. Oh. I've got it all planned. I thought it out quite clearly last night. I couldn't sleep. You and I on a honeymoon. Until we've spent the whole $3,000. But 2000 With the other $1,000, we will come back and start housekeeping. Some little apartment, doesn't matter where. And I'll start to work. At law, I mean, I. I really learned something in school. I'm good, Betty. I'll even show you my report card if you insist. Oh, Carl, please. What do you say, Betty? Would you take a chance on me? I know it's asking a lot, but I've got that much confidence in myself. And in you. You to work for. But your uncle, he'll be furious. I'll let him.
1: You mean run away and get married without telling you? Exactly,
0: an elopement and a honeymoon. We'll drive all over. I'll get a car. Don't worry about that. I'll maneuver uncle out of that. That'll be the last thing I'll take from him. I'll make him buy me a car.
1: Oh, Carl, no! Why not? there'll
0: be quite a joke on him. It's all I'm asking out of the million or so he's been hoarding all these years. What do you say, Betty? Will you gamble? Do you love me enough for that? I love you more than that. i knew it. No, wait, Carl. I mean, I love you so much, I, I can't be responsible for taking you away from all that your uncle is going to mean to you. But you means nothing. Can't I make you see that? Won't you do it? I'll... I'll think about it. No, tell me now. Say you will. If there were only some way of winning your uncle over. Not a chance. I know just how he feels. This is all foolishness to him. He wants me to devote my life, my every minute to preparing to step into his squeaky old shoes when he gets too tired to carry on. It isn't just you he's against. It's any girl. He says there's plenty of time for that later on. Later on, look at him. He never got married. He's too busy being successful. And he's just dull enough to be successful, too. Oh, come on, Betty. Say you'll do it.
1: Well. Oh,
0: that's it, sweetheart. You'll never regret it. Now, it's going to be our secret. Not a word about this to your aunt or uncle. Well, let me see. Tomorrow, I'll drop around and get the car. Now, that's our first move. Then there's the marriage life. And so, you see, if she makes
1: $20 a week and he makes 25 a week, they've got $45 a week. Now, I'm going to figure out right down to Black Bottom how much their expenses will be. Oh, just a minute, Jane! What makes you so sure Carl will to live on 45 a week, even if Betty agrees to it? Oh, sure he will. They love each other, and she loves Now, more. wait
2: just a minute, Jane. Do you mind if I say something here? I mean, I've been listening to you and all this beautiful talk about love and how they're going to live on 45 a week. How would you like to live on nothing a week?
0: Nothing. Because
2: nothing. that's what we're going to have of Betty Mary's car. But you heard Mr. Neff last night. He doesn't approve of this. He's my partner in the real estate business. His name and his money have made it possible for me to put over some big deals. Now, I can't do anything to antagonize him, can I? I mean, I can't get him mad at me so he'll want to break up our partnership, can I? Well, don't sit there looking Stupid.
1: That's not stupid. That's a surprise. I never thought of that. He will get mad at us, won't he? Of course he will. Say, I didn't think of that either. Well, I did.
2: He'll blame me for this. Now, look, Jane, do you want to do me a favor, a big favor? Don't plan any marriages for Betty and Carl.
1: Well, I didn't think about that part, about Mr. Neff and all you just told me. He would get mad, wouldn't he?
2: Would he? Why, he's got a blood count now of over 200.
1: Oh, what's money got to do with it? (laughs) Oh, not money. It's not the money that I'm thinking about now, because I still say they could live on what they make. And
2: that's a lot of bosh, too. They can't live on 45 a week. Not the life Carl's used to living, pampered by old man Neff. Why, even his everyday living expenses are pretty steep.
1: Well, two can live as steep as one, dear. A
2: season? No, you can't live a season one. Well, Mr. Ace's point is well taken, although a trifle late, if Carl and Betty go through with their secret plan. Tomorrow, Carl tries to persuade his uncle to supply the car, and Jane tries something else, as we learn when next we meet the Easy Aces.